Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't miss out on your chance to listen to four-time Super Bowl champ Charlie Weiss on the only podcast solely devoted to everyone's favorite position in football, the quarterback. Listen for free now by subscribing wherever you get podcasts or by going to CelebrityQB.com. Good evening. Welcome to a special edition of the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne Calder. We have the two most magical words in sports, Game 7 on deck right now. We've got uh, the World Series, uh, obviously what I'm talking about, between the Dodgers and Astros. So we're going to do a little breakdown of the game coming up because so we've got quite a bit uh, to talk about here uh, between the, the Dodgers and Astros. Uh, basically going up on the mound uh, for Dodgers, Yu Darvish, who struggled in Game 3. We got Lance McCullers, who was the starter uh, in uh, Game 3 as well. So basically, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, McCullers is still one of the youngest uh, pitchers uh, to ever pitch in a World Series. Uh, I mean, that's been talked about. But honestly, this game is going to be about who actually has stuff Uh Going out. I mean, these are two very good lineups. They're loaded in terms of uh, the game itself. Uh, you know, the odds of uh, seeing a pitcher's duel, I think, are slim. I, I think enough uh, teams have uh, seen enough of uh, each uh, each pitcher on both squads where they're comfortable in the at bats. I, I don't think anyone is really uh, that uh, thrown off by anything that they're seeing pitching wise. So. Uh, Basically, keys that I see coming out of these games uh, would be uh, McCullers' curveball, and in terms of uh, you Darvish, uh, the biggest thing I see out of Darvish is just which pitches is he going to go with because uh, he could be all over the place. He can throw a multitude of pitches. He's got obviously he's got a four seamer, two seamer, the slider, twelve uh, six curve, and a splitter. He can also do this weird uh, slurve type pitch. I mean, obviously, the slider and curveball. But honestly, he just needs to locate his fastball. If he can locate his fastball, that sets up his other pitches. If he doesn't locate the fastball and he leaves it up, he's going to get hurt again like he was in Game 3, and it'll be a quick hook for him. Uh, The Dodgers can't afford this game to get out of hand early. In terms of uh, the lineups, uh, I'm expecting to see not much uh, change between the two squads. Uh, in terms of uh, the Astros, you might see the only difference you might see is uh, 
McCann batting slightly higher, but I mean, again, it's Brian McCann, so you know I, I'm not expecting too much. Uh, just looking at the lineups here on the Astro side, you got Springer, Bregman, Altuve, Correa, Gurriel, McCann. Yeah, the, so McCann and uh, Marwan Gonzalez flipped. Uh, Reddick in the eighth slot, and McCullers obviously uh, hitting because of National League rules. On the Dodgers side, uh, you got Chris Taylor, Corey Seager, Justin Turner, uh, Clay Bellinger, Yasiel Puig, Jack Peterson, Logan Forsythe. Austin Barnes, so basically Liv Roberts sticking with the left-right, left-right uh, uh, combo uh, throughout the lineup, uh, which uh, he's, uh, he's uh, actually, I should say right-left, uh, but uh, right-left, right-left uh, combo, but he always likes to alter, al- alternate uh, between uh, different uh, batting styles just so uh, teams can't uh, time, up, uh, time up the lineup with uh, uh, basically using relief pitchers, but Again, uh, to me, the keys in this matchup would be uh, Darvish getting off to a solid start, uh, trying to miss bats. That's something that he's been struggling with all season, to be honest. Uh, uh, all the way until he was traded from the Rangers, uh, that was his biggest bugaboo. The FIP was high, the strikeouts were down. Velocity had a slight dip, but you know, overall, uh, it was just the fact that he's uh, teams were just making much more solid contact with Darvish. Uh, and obviously Darvish uh, being in a walk year uh, with free agency coming up, it wouldn't be a good luck to end game seven, seven getting lit up. So uh, I'm curious to see how he responds. Uh, I'm slightly worried about Darvish. Uh, McCullers, on the other hand, you know, he's young. Uh, you know, it's like you're pitching in the World Series. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying he's going to have a Josh Beckett with the Marlins type of performance where he just uh, dominates, but uh, I think he puts up solid enough numbers where uh, the run line was about seven and a half. You know, that's that's kind of pushing it. I, I think uh, the scoring won't uh, get as crazy as some of the scores have been in this series. I, I do think the scoring is going to be up just because guys are going to be, just in terms of the nerves and tension, I think they're going to be quicker hooks, uh, hook, uh, quicker hooks, more calls to the bullpen to get guys uh, in and out. So you're going to see a lot more specialization. I also see uh, more potential for blowups out of the bullpen. Uh, to me, the Dodgers got away with one again last night with Rich Hill only going four and two thirds. You know, Hill was pitching well, but the Dodgers got away with it. Uh, Morrow uh, got some big outs, even though I thought he was spent. If Morrow pitches all seven games of this World Series, I worry about his long-term health, but he'll do it uh, to get a ring. But uh, I'm, uh, I'd be very uh, hesitant to uh, for the Dodgers to go immediately into the bullpen uh, without actually uh, bringing in some of the starters. So, you know, again, this all becomes moot if Darvish gets off to a good start. If Darvish doesn't get off to a good start, we got some issues. Uh, again, on the... Uh, color side I think if you're the Astros you kind of have to let it ride it out and then you can uh, see if you can get uh, get Keiko to give you two winnings and you know if you're in an emergency situation and you need a special lefty you know a lot of these uh, bullpen relievers have been uh, inconsistent that you might even have to go to a, a Francisco Liriano of all people to get uh, some outs or uh, but 
you know, again, I wouldn't be comfortable with any of these guys, uh, to be honest. But, uh, you know, in a Game 7 situation, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, so, again, paramount that the starters get off to uh, a good rhythm and uh, avoid the early runs because I think that would start dictating how uh, the game gets managed from there if uh, you see either one of these starters struggle a bit. Uh, just a couple of guys I would say uh, you would want to keep an eye out for. Again, Jose Altuve, George Springer, you know, those are the main callus on the, the Astros. Bregman obviously has had a huge World Series. Uh, you know, again, the top, the top three guys in the lineup, uh, they were there for a reason. They could cause trouble. And, of course, you know, Gurriel's has hit mistake pitches. McCannis hit mistake pitches. Marlon Gonzalez can hit it out for mistake pitch. People have been pitching to Redick uh, just to kind of get uh, get around to uh, uh, manage the lineup. So you, you do see uh, some of that uh, going on. So, you know, uh, again, uh, in terms of uh, different things you can look out for, you know, on the Dodgers side, obviously you're looking at guys like Justin Turner and Clay Bellinger. Uh, Bellinger has gotten a little bit out of the rut, but not quite. Uh, Turner usually works good at bats. Hasn't had a great World Series, but has been solid enough in spots. And Jock Peterson's going to get another look uh, based off the game he had last night. And you never know what you're going to get with Puig. The guy does not feel nerves, in my opinion. He just acts. <laughs> that's, that's all he does. It's, like it's kind of hard to coach a guy who just uh, operates off of pure emotion and talent. But uh, that's uh, that's what Puig is. So you got to kind of live with what you get out of the guy. So, you know, obviously the... Biggest thing that you're going to be looking out for is starting pitchers, making sure that the defense doesn't have any nerves. You know, guys are tracking the ball in the outfield. Uh, with it being uh, 8 o'clock start East Coast time, it's going to be 5 out in West. You might still get some sunlight, so you might see some shadows coming to play early. Uh, also, uh, with the sky and the fog lights that come up, you might see some guys struggle with some balls in the outfield early. It, you know, those are typical what you would see out of uh, – playoff game so that's what i got uh, going on uh for the world series preview uh, i'll start uh doing the recap of the game as it uh, uh, comes along uh, uh throughout the night so i'll do uh my updates in between so a couple other things i wanted to get into before the game uh just a, another follow-up on the nfl free agency nonsense with the trade deadline uh, the Cleveland Browns had a trade in place with the Cincinnati Bengals to trade for the Bengals' backup QB, A.J. McCarron, and they were going to give up not only a second-round pick, but a third-round pick. Mind you, Jimmy Garoppolo was the top QB guys were looking for at the trading deadline, and even uh, before the season started, to make a trade for, and there was talk that he was going to go for a first-round pick. Ended up going for a second round pick because the Patriots were in a spot where they needed to build up roster depth uh, for next year because they saw how bad their defense was. And Belichick wanted the, the draft pick, uh, the highest draft pick he could get, which was a second round pick. So he took it. Meanwhile, you got the Browns giving out draft picks like candy because if you already had, it would be one thing if the Garoppolo trade didn't happen yet and that's what you did. It's another completely different thing to actually offer up a second and third to the Bengals. So not only did that happen, but then there were other people in the Browns organization who were not fans of this trade and 
for lack of a better term, sabotaged it to the league office. Because what should have happened was when they agreed to the trade in an email, they were supposed to copy the league. For some reason, the Browns only replied to the Bengals about agreeing to the trade, but never copied the league. And so the Bengals responded. And uh, obviously, I, I, the, it looked like the Bengals had uh, made, the, uh, made the pitch first of what the pick was going to be. And the Browns confirmed it, but didn't CC the league office. So, again, there's reports of the, uh, the Browns scrambling at the last minute to get the league to honor the trade request, only to be denied. Because, again, it's a deadline for a reason. You have to get the paperwork in, which the paperwork wasn't sent to the league. So the league can't. Can't tell uh, 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 what was legitimate or not. They can't honor any trade agreement. Again, this is a situation where the Browns were making a terrible trade, and there's a case to be made that the Browns intentionally tanked this trade because they knew they had made a terrible trade, and they were trying to sabotage whoever did okay this trade. You know, the fact that it's, this situation is this convoluted. But the, the 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 best the best thing I can only say about this is that you know for Cleveland fans, at least LeBron won you a title. I mean, you can't really complain that you haven't won anything. You know, the, the Cavaliers won something. The Indians are still good. Uh, as for the Browns, yeah, you're not going to do anything else because uh, you know. You missed out on Carson Wentz. You missed out on Deshaun Watson. You missed... Essentially, you're missing out on golf. You missed out on Garoppolo. You you basically missed out on a whole crop of young QBs. Struck out on your own draft pick because you're already giving up on him. If you're trading for uh, Garoppolo and you're trading for the likes of A.J. McCarron, that means you, you're not entirely sure that uh, Deshaun Kaiser is actually the guy. You know, it, it's... It's comical to say the least, but the fact that these are actually professionals, uh, you know, it's kind of it's kind of hard to kind of uh, imagine that this could actually happen in this day and age, given the fact that it's not even like it's the days of when you had to do this with fax machines. It's just an email. I mean, <sighs> anyway, I digress. It's. It's the Browns. It, it, some teams just can't help themselves. So, other NFL news. Uh, apparently, the Jets made a trade. Didn't tell Todd Bowles that they made a trade. So, he got to look like an idiot in front of the press. Not surprising. It's the Jets. Uh, the Broncos have benched their starting quarterback, Trevor Simeon, in favor of their former backup slash starting quarterback from the 2015 championship team, Brock Osweiler. Brock Osweiler, as some of you may recall, ditched the Broncos to sign a big money deal with the Texans, completely flamed out last year, only to get traded to the Browns, who then said, you're not good enough to play for us. So the Browns cut him, and he re-signed with the Broncos for less money. But technically, Brock made out because he still got the guaranteed money from the Browns. Yeah. And, well... I have to say, the Browns didn't eat all the money. They still had the Texas pay some of the money, but still the Browns ate some money when they cut uh, cut Osweiler. So, uh, you know, again, the QB uh, carousel or roulette or 
however you want to characterize it, uh, continues uh, throughout the league. Uh, in terms of uh, the games coming up, I talked about the uh, I talked about the uh, uh, Jets and Bills uh, coming up tomorrow night. Uh, again, these two teams are one Tom Brady injury away from actually taking over uh, the AFC East. It's it's not that far out of possibility. The, the new backup for the uh, Patriots is now Brian Hoyer, who just signed a uh, deal with the Patriots after getting cut by uh, uh, getting uh, getting cut by uh, the 49ers uh, in the offseason. So again, uh, quite a bit going on in the league, but you know, no nothing major uh, after the trade deadline passed uh, uh, to speak of, other than just laughing at the Cleveland Browns, which is almost a daily occurrence at this stage. So, uh, in terms of the game, it's about to start, so I'm going to wrap up and uh, start getting into my analysis of Game 7. Talk to you guys soon. talked about position in all of sports the quarterback and now there's a show solely dedicated to the most sought after role on the field celebrity qb featuring four-time super bowl champion coach charlie weiss unlike other football shows you'll get the inside scoop on all things quarterbacks like is this the year tom brady finally looks his age will dating danica patrick distract aaron Rodgers? i mean he's dating danica patrick charlie we're interested in that you know well i mean tommy's got giselle i'll, <laughs> I'll take giselle okay is dak prescott good enough to win a super bowl for the cowboys which rookie quarterback has the best shot of making a positive impact in 2018 how about intellectually charlie as far as what they ask the quarterbacks to do now the game has changed but the pressure that's put on quarterbacks and it always been put on quarterbacks is tremendous Join Charlie Wise and co-host Steve Strout on an all-new podcast from Lasting Media, exclusively about quarterbacks. Subscribe now at Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to great podcasts. Celebrity QB, everyone's favorite position. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.